Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Old Time Radio Series. I'm so thrilled you tuned in again. Today's oldie episode is from the popular radio comedy The Jack Benny Show. The Jack Benny program starring Jack Benny made its debut in 1932 and ran until 1955 and is generally regarded as a high-water mark in 20th century American comedy. This classic episode first aired in 1953 and is titled, San Francisco with Fred Allen. The Jack Benny Show is brought to you by BoomerFlix.com. At BoomerFlix you can watch hundreds of classic television shows and classic movies too. So give BoomerFlix.com a visit and start watching all the great shows and movies again. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to listen to all of the available show episodes. If you like this episode, you can buy GeezerGus a cup of coffee at the support link below, if you'd like. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this episode of the Jack Benny Show titled, San Francisco with Fred Allen. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Murray Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours for a late on look. gentlemen, right now, Jack Benny is in San Francisco, California, where he's making a personal appearance at the Kern Theater. So, let's go backstage, where we find Rochester in Jack's dressing room. There's no business like show business, there's no business I know, every time they sell another ticket, Mr. Benny's blue eyes start to glow, but when he looks and sees a seat that's empty, the little teardrops, they start to flow. <laughs> There's no business like show. Uh-oh, look what time it is. Mr. Benny will be off stage in a minute. I'll put everything he needs on his dressing table. Yep, that'll do it. There's the cold cream for his makeup, a washcloth for his face, a brush for his suit, and a comb for his morale. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Oh, yes, his glasses. He always puts them on when he comes back to the dressing room. I wish he'd forget his pride and wear them on the stage. Yesterday he did two shows with his back to the audience. <laughs> that wasn't so bad. But when he took his bow, what a target. <laughs> Even the manager ran up and kicked him. <laughs> I haven't seen that many people on stage this grow about it. <laughs> I guess I better lay out a clean shirt for him. Yeah, this white one will be all right. I know Mr. Benny isn't a spendthrift, but I do wish he'd buy real cufflinks. Imagine putting a toothpick through the cup and sticking an olive on each end. <laughs> this even amazed me, and I've been with him for 15 years. Hello, Rochester. Oh, hello, boss. How'd the show go? Oh, fine, fine. That's good. I'm glad there weren't any empty seats. How did you know? Your mascara isn't running. <laughs> Rochester, I don't cry when there's an empty seat. After all, I didn't take this personal appearance engagement to make money. You didn't? No. You may not understand this, Rochester, but every so often a, a performer must satisfy his artistic temperament. I'm playing these three weeks in San Francisco merely as a relief. Uh, for my talent. You understand what I mean? 
Well, is this the same kind of release that your talents got from Warner Brothers? <laughs> no, no, this is something different. By the way, Rochester, where are my slippers? Right here, boss. Well, don't just stand there pointing at them. Take them off. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Rochester, please go out and get me a sandwich with your corned beef on rye. And don't forget the mustard and pickles. Okay, and I better bring back some olives, too. Olives? Why? The pimento fell out of your couplings. <laughs> All right, go get my sandwich. Yes, sir. See, I've got quite a while before I have to be back on stage. I think I'll freshen up my makeup. First, I better take this old stuff off. Now, let's see. Where is that jar? Oh, here it is. Yeah, that ought to be enough. Hey, this stuff really takes the makeup off. And in that fancy jar, no one would ever guess it's Crisco. <laughs> I wonder if I should shave before I... Hmm, look at my eyes. They're bluer than the thumb of a cross-eyed carpenter. <laughs> I better put on some more makeup. Instead of talking to myself all evening. Come in. Well, if it isn't Mary Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells, and boy, are you a schmo. <laughs> hmm. Got any more poultry you want to throw my way? Never mind. But Mary, did you catch my last performance? I caught more than that. Huh? I was in the front row when you took your bow. Here, put it back on your head. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you caught it this time. Yesterday, a lady brought it back and wanted me to autograph it. Jack, you mean she kept your toupee? She was a midget. She thought it was a mink stole. <laughs> you and your long sideburns. <laughs> Never mind. Now, look, Mary, I want to finish my makeup, so excuse me. Wait a, uh, wait a minute, Jack. Your jar of cold cream, it doesn't have any label on it. I know. Gee, it looks good. Smells good, too. Who recommended it? Percy Westmore or Max Factor? Betty Crocker. <laughs> Betty Crocker? Uh-huh. But she tells you how to cook and fry and... Uh... Wait a minute. Let me smell that again. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I never thought that Buck Benny would turn out to be the Cisco Kid. Cisco <laughs> Kid! Things <laughs> even got an underline. All I know is it works, anyway. Come in. Oh, Bob Crosby. Hi, Jack. Hello, Mary. Hi, Bob. See, I didn't mean to keep you waiting, Mary, but I had a few errands to do. Waiting? Oh, I meant to tell you, Mary, I want you and Bob to sing a song together on my radio show. Oh, I don't want to do that. After all, I haven't got the voice of a great singer. Well, I've got the name of one, so let's take a stab at it. <laughs> 
matter of fact, I just got a letter from him this morning. You know, Bing is in Paris. Oh, yes, I read about that. See, Paris in the spring. Gosh, how I'd like to be there. See, Bob, wasn't it in Paris last year when Bing was taking a nap in the park and a French policeman arrested him there? Yep, but this time he's taken some precautions to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Now, what did he do? He bought France. <laughs> He bought France? You're surprised, huh? I didn't think Maurice Chevalier would sell. <laughs> well, so much for international news. You know, kids, I'm really getting a kick out of doing a stage show here in San Francisco. It's nice to get away from... Excuse me. Hello? Here's your party. Go ahead, Hollywood. Hello, Jack. This is Don Wilson. Oh, what is it, Don? Jack, I have the most wonderful idea I just had to call you. What is it, Don? Well, you know how the entire movie industry is so excited about these new three-dimensional pictures? Yes. Well, I have an idea for a 3D picture that's bound to be absolutely sensational. What is it? Well, the opening scene takes place on a tobacco plantation in Goldsboro, North Carolina. No. And the scene is so realistic, the people in the audience will think they're sitting right in a field of that light, that fine, that naturally mild tobacco. Continue, Don, you fascinate me. Now, this is going to be a musical. The Sportsman's Quartet comes out and sings a love song to a Lucky Strike cigarette. No kidding. Take it, fellas. You were meant for me. But remember, with 3D pictures, you have to give everybody in the audience a pair of glasses. Not for this picture. We're going to give everybody an ashtray. <laughs> oh, good, good. Now, Don, we'll talk about it when I get back from San Francisco. Okay. So long, Jack. Goodbye, Don. Here's your sandwich, boy. Thanks, Rochester. Say, this is a nice thick one. Yeah, when I told the man in the delicatessen it was for you, he put in an extra piece of meat. Gee, he must have liked me. Put in an extra piece of corned beef, huh? No ham. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, 
Hey, it's crowded in here, Jack. Yeah, I guess we'll have to talk to the secretary. Miss, uh, we'd like to see Mr. Rockford. Do you have an appointment? Appointment? We're uh, Benny and Allen. Benny and Allen? Yes. Don't you recognize us? Why? Is there a reward? <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't understand, girlie. We do a vaudeville act. Really? Which one throws the fish? <laughs> Say, that is clever. <laughs> Miss, you ought to be in show business yourself. Me in show business? Yes. I know a magician who saws a woman in half. You look better in two pieces. <laughs> Take it easy, Fred. Look. Look, miss, we don't we don't want to argue. We'd just like to see our agent, Mr. Rockford. Well, first I'll need some information. Now, uh, what's the name of your act again? Alan and Benny. I thought you said it was Benny and Alan. Well, at two o'clock, our billing changes. <laughs> well, what kind of an act do you do? Violin, clarinet, and snappy patter. And where have you played? Oh, all over. Well, where? Well, just, just tell her the important dates, Jack. Yeah, go ahead. Well, we did a week in Sow Belly, Wyoming. <laughs> a week in Loose Tooth, Arizona. Three days in Stagnant Water, New Mexico. And we also played The Palace here in New York. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, are you a big fan of stand-up comedy? Have you been enjoying laughing? I like laughing. If you get a chance, check out the podcast Stand Up Comedy, your host and MC. That's Stand Up Comedy, your host and MC, where we have interviews and great comedy sets from all kinds of great stand up comics. If you get a chance and you want to laugh, I like laughing. Give it a shot. Stand Up Comedy, your host and MC. Sow belly, loose tooth, stagnant water in the palace. Well, at least you worked your way up. No, we played the palace first. <laughs> well, Mr. Rockford's busy right now, so just have a seat and I'll call you. All right. Oh, um... By the way, Mr. Allen, I don't mean to be personal, but are you an American citizen? <laughs> yes, I got these slant eyes from pulling off a tight derby. <laughs> Come on, Fred, let's sit down. Okay. Yes? Yes. Oh, very well, Mr. Rockford. Oh, boys, Mr. Rockford will see you now. Good, good. Come on, Fred, let's go in, okay? Oh, come on in, fellas. Come on in. Close the door. Sit down. Thank you. Mr. Rockford, I'm Jack Benny. This is Fred Allen. That's right, Mr. Rockford. Remember, you booked our act in the palace seven years ago. Oh, yes. What business are you in now? <laughs> well, we're still in show business. Yes, and we thought you could book us. 
Please, fellas. Our new act is sensational. At least give us a chance, Mr. Rockford. Yes, all we need is one good break. You know. I gave you a break when I put you in the lowest flat bush. <laughs> Some break. They opened with Fink's mules, then Major Doty's dogs came out, then Manny's monkeys, then Power's dancing elephant. So what? Well, by the time we came out, we looked like the last two passengers on Noah's Ark. <laughs> Well, look, boys, I'm very busy. Please, I... Mr. Rockford, just listen to our opening number. It'll only take a second. All right, but before you... Oh, excuse me. Hey, come in. Mr. Rockford, here's the 10% commission I owe you for booking my ass last week. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait a minute. You're cute, boy. Sonny, what's your name? Eddie Cantor. <laughs> Eddie Cantor? Potatoes are cheaper. Tomatoes are cheaper. Now's the time to fall in love! Mr. Rockford, how about listening to our, our new act? Oh, all right, if you insist. Uh, ready with your clarinet, Fred? Ready. Okay. <laughs> One, two. Mr. Allen, what is it, Mr. Benny? Have you heard that they're making women's bathing suits out of spun glass? Women's bathing suits out of glass? Well, that's worth looking into. <laughs> I'll take it, Mr. Allen, if you will. Uh... <laughs> you know, Mr. Benny, yes, I... Uh, oh, pardon me. I love music. So do I. Music once saved my uncle's life. Well, how did music save your uncle's life? They played the Star Spangled Banner just as he was sitting in the electric chair. <laughs> Take it, Mr. Allen. I'm a triple lady, you know. <laughs> You'll have to finish it, you know. <laughs> oh, Mr. Benny. Yes, Mr. Allen. I want you to meet my new girl. Her name is Well Enough. Why do you call your girl Well Enough? Because I want the boys to leave Well Enough alone. <laughs> How about the finale, Mr. In unison? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rockford, what do you think of it? <laughs> Wait till he gets his head out of the drawer. <laughs> Maybe he's looking for a contract. Fellas, 
Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 Mr. Rockford. To tell you the truth, fellas, I'm confused. The, the whole act leaves me cold. It, it's neither fish nor fowl. Well, that's funny. The last agent we went to thought it was both. <laughs> well, Mr. Rockford, you mean you can't book us anywhere? Well, actually, I don't have a thing open for a double. Uh, have either of you considered doing a single? What? And break up the act? Why, we've been together for years. You can't split Benny and Alan. It's ridiculous. We're more than just a team. We're partners, friends, buddies. Why, we'd rather starve than let anything come between us. Well, that's a shame because I've got an opening for a single in Scranton for $15 a week. I'll take it. <laughs> well, if that's the way you feel, I'll, I'll take it for $14 a week, Mr. Rockford. Fred, you steal a job away from your partner, your buddy, your friend? Some friend. What did you ever do for me? Why, you puff-eyed ingrate. For years, we've lived off my violin, my brains, my talent, my joke. And my money. <laughs> and you, listen, you miser, as for your violin playing, I have heard cleaner notes from a toothless Russian sipping borscht. <laughs> you are just lucky you've had me and my clarinet. Clarinet? The only way you could make a living with that clarinet is if you put a nail on the end of it and went out in the park. Mr. <laughs> rather than let you hire this no-talented wage cutter... I'll take the job for $10 a week. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll take it for eight. I'll take it for five. Well, I'll take it for three. Well, I'll take it for nothing. So will I. Well, at that price, I can afford both of you. <laughs> Jack, did you hear that? We're working. Fred! Jack! Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes another program, and we'll be with you next week at the same time. And Fred, it was nice reminiscing. Oh, say, Jack, we forgot to tell him about the time we played in Burning Stump, Arkansas. Remember that insulting audience? Oh, yes. I remember while we were doing our act, the audience threw pennies on the stage, and you complained to the manager. And when they stopped, you complained to the manager. <laughs> Come on, Fred, let's go out and get a cup of coffee. Okay, Good night, Jack. folks. I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.